plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to Locked On Cowboys. It is Monday, January 16th. Cowboys season is over. I'm Drew Davison of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. As always, thanks for joining us. This is Locked On Cowboys. Cowboys uh, had a tough one on Sunday. Fall 34-31 to the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers does it once again. Great, brilliant 36-yard pass to Brandon Cook to set up a 51-yard field goal, game-winning field goal for Mason Crosby. Ending uh, the Cowboys' magical ride thus far with Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott. Cowboys, I'm sure everyone knows, fell behind early, 21-3. Uh, that's actually the deficit they overcame the San Francisco 49ers back in 1972 in the divisional round. Uh, and they rallied. They, they tied the game up at 28-all with 4.08. Uh, Packers kicked a field goal. Cowboys answered with a field goal drive of their own. Uh, but in the end, just wasn't there. Aaron Rodgers proved to be the best quarterback on the field. Uh, so many... Things to point to, I, I you know, I thought the coaching uh, was very shaky early on. There was a substitution penalty on the offense and on the defense uh, early in the game, which kind of kept some killed, obviously, the Cowboys' offensive drive and, and kept the Packers' drive alive. Uh, the Cowboys spiked the ball with uh, 48 seconds left. Could have Could have tried to maybe manufacture something else there. Uh, so I thought the coaching, you know, wasn't great, uh, but I, I thought Dak Prescott, uh, he, he started off slowly, but, you know, in the end he played great. Des Bryant had a big game, nine catches, 132 yards, uh, had a 40-yard touchdown pass, scored twice. Uh, Dak Prescott had a 103.2 pass rating, threw for 302 yards, uh, 24 of 38, which actually – uh, he had a better pass rating than Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was 96.7 pass rating, uh, two touchdowns, 356 yards, 28 of 43. Uh, and, you know, each team, you know, can really blame themselves. Jerry Jones uh, wasn't overly, overly pleased with the officiating, but that, of course, is not the reason the Cowboys are getting their tee times ready this week. So. Uh, bad, tough loss all the way around. I'm going to play some audio from Jason Witten uh, because this season uh, it, it feels like the future is so bright for the Cowboys, but it also kind of marks the end of the Tony Romo era officially. I mean, everyone expects and believes Tony Romo will be playing football elsewhere next year. Uh, Jason Witten, meanwhile, he, he said he wants to be back. He wants to return, so I would expect... Uh, Jason Winton to play 
for the Cowboys at least another season, try to make one more run. Jason Wentz never, of course, advanced past the divisional round of the playoffs. But I'm going to play some Jason Wentz audio for you all, as well as Cole Beasley. Again, a very somber locker room after the game. But here is Jason Winton addressing his future. Yeah, I haven't really thought about it. You know, I mean, I, I, you know, every year when I empty it at this point, it's just you give everything you got and, and uh, I take time to reflect on it. But I love this team. I love this group of guys. And so, yeah, I mean, you know, that, that would be the plan for sure. Jason, do you wonder how many more chances you might have, though? I mean, you've never been past this stage of the postseason. Yeah, um, you know, I'm well aware of that. Obviously, you know, that's something I realize, you know, regardless how many catches you have or any of that stuff, your legacy will, will be remembered as how you play in these certain uh, situations in the playoffs. Um, that's, that's tough. It's tough for me to swallow that. But, you know, it's not about any one individual. I've brought this team. I really... Have my whole career, I've tried to work really hard to not make it about me, and um, you know that's that's why there's emotion that goes along with it. Well, you know, look, I'm in my 14th year, and you know, there's a shelf life for everybody, and you know, it's. Uh, but everything you have into it when you come short is, is tough. And the leader, you want to be able to uh, tell these guys if they did. You know, we got a lot to build on. Football team's got a bright future ahead of us. Mr. Jones, Stephen, coaching staff have done a great job um, building this team with good young players, good uh, guys that have gotten their careers, and good veterans. And so, uh, you know, it's just this team had a special feel all the way through, you know, and, and uh, to come up short like that for me, it's, it's hard because, as I said, I, I know how hard and I know how much work it takes to get to this point. And, you know, you get back at it and there'll be a time where you move forward and, and uh, you start that process again. I think that's what we all love as athletes, the ability to compete and uh, you know, up this loss and take me time to get there. Put everything you have. It's not about paycheck. It's about an opportunity to you know, compete and, and lead and win and, and play in these type of games. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, those guys have been great. You know, I mean, that's been one of my biggest joys all year is the uh, relationship among uh, this football team. You know, it's very rarely you find a group of guys that have a shared commitment like this and a bond that guys that love playing football and allow you to impact their lives and be an influence on them. So for that, I'm, I'm very thankful for that. Uh, that motivates me Jason, has it crossed your mind uh, what Tony's future might hold going forward? I mean, you guys have spent uh, obviously your bonds well known and documented. Yeah. You know, I haven't, uh, I haven't had a chance to reflect on that. You know, I'm sure in the next few weeks we'll have a time to talk, but you know, I really haven't had a tough a time to. To, to talk with that with him, but you know, I'm proud of him how he handled that. You know, going back to when he had his press conference, and, you know, the, the way he uh, was able to kind of take the lead and and, and uh, eliminate the distraction for our football team, and that wasn't easy to do. And I think we're all better because of that. All right, thanks, Wayne. All right, guys.
All right. <clears throat> that was Jason Witten. Clearly, he uh, plans to come back to the Cowboys next year, play for a 15th season, uh, and hopefully it ends better than this season did. Uh, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's really quite remarkable uh, that it, it feels like such an abrupt end for this Cowboys team. Uh, I do want to mention, just because it's gaining a lot of traction, I did a story on the officials. Jerry Jones kind of questioned him, mentioned the discrepancy. Cowboys had six penalties for 50 yards. Packers, three for 22. Of course, the Cowboys had a crucial uh, hands-to-the-face penalty by Mo Claiborne that kept a drive alive for the Packers on a, a third down. Uh, the Bryce Butler unsportsmanlike conduct penalty for entering the huddle and then leaving uh, put him back behind the chains early on so uh, it really just seemed like the Cowboys stepped on their feet quite a bit uh, in, in this game you know and they weren't able to overcome the slow start uh, the, the Packers started fast started quick before you knew it boom 14-3 boom 21-3 the Cowboys uh, kind of had to abandon what they did best. Zeke Elliott had a solid game, 22 carries, 125 yards, but uh, in this type of game, you would have expected him to get closer to 30 carries and uh, the Cowboys to really establish that. So, uh, you know, again, just some just my take. I thought there were some bizarre play calls. Third down and two on the first drive. Pat, uh, Cowboys were driving. They're on the Packers, 32. They go with a shotgun set, and uh, Dak Prescott tries to hit Des Bryant deep on a post. Uh, he got the best offensive line, the best, the league's leading rusher. Why not pound the ball there? Third and two, early in the game. You want to establish the run. Uh, so I, I, you know, there's just some calls that, you know, just. Uh, didn't really make sense to me where I thought the Cowboys should have really tried to impose their will uh, and then even late in the game uh, we, we talked about the the spike pat or the spike with uh, 48 seconds left and uh, uh, you know when, when you're pretty much wasting a first down there I mean or excuse me 49 seconds I mean you're pretty much wasting uh, a, a shot there, and then you know, Cowboys have third and three from the Packers, 33 again with the timeout, and they decide to throw the ball. Trying Dak tries to hit Dez, and uh, Nick Perry, the Packers linebacker, uh, bats the ball down at the line of scrimmage. So, just another kind of baffling play uh, there to me, where hey, pick up the first down. Still got 44 seconds. You got a timeout in your pocket. Uh, then, then you can spike the ball and take three shots at the end zone. If you don't hit, then you uh, you uh, kick the field goal with uh, time expiring and, and force overtime. You don't give Aaron Rodgers enough time. But long story short, you know that there's always going to be second guessing uh, after any game like this. So. We'll see, but here's what Cole Beasley, the, the wide receiver, had to say. Beasley had a huge game against the Packers earlier this year. He caught two touchdowns. On Sunday, he had four catches for 45 yards, uh, targeted six times, a long of 18. But uh, Cole Beasley was the Cowboys' leading receiver. Here's what he had to say after the game.
Tell me about the last seconds there when you guys lost the game. How much does this one hurt? Um, well, it's just the last one of the year, so I mean, it, it stings. Um, you know, other teams are still playing, and you have to go home. Um, especially when the way we were playing, and, um, the guys fought. Uh, it's a tough game to be a part of. Do you feel like Dak passed this playoff test, even though the result was what it was? No question, man. I mean, he's done what he's done all year, and uh, it was expected. And um, he didn't surprise anybody, and uh, he just, you know, didn't get it done. What do you look back on the 13 wins now after this loss? How do you look at them? I mean, it's, it's doesn't mean anything if you don't uh, get past this point. So um, put us in in a good position. Um, we weren't able to take advantage of it. What was said in the locker room afterward? Um, you know, how proud he was to be a part of this group. And, um, you know, we're all proud to be a part of this group. Just the way, you know, guys have each other's back and the way guys fight. Um, and the odds were against us early. You know, we started off slow and just the way we climbed back in and scratched and clawed for every inch. You know, that's, that's the team that you always remember playing for and the team that you want to play for. Why do you think you guys got off to such a slow start? Um, I don't know, man. Just um, a few bad breaks, stuff on really going our way. Had a, had a few big penalties early. Um, uh, can't do that versus a good team. Can't get penalties. When you guys, when Dak runs in that two-point conversion, how confident are you that you guys made that big rally that you guys would hold on and win? I mean, we're we're confident the whole game, even down. I think 21-3, we were. Um, you know, we know what we have here, and we know what we can do, and what we're capable of. So, you know, we we're confident the entire game that we were going to win, and we knew it, but it just didn't happen that way. On the sidelines, what was going through your head when Cook makes that catch? Uh, I was just hoping, hoping, you know, that's all you can do at that point. I mean, you have no controls in offense. Just hoping the kicker misses, really, or we get a block. All right, that was Cole Beasley. Uh, clearly, Cowboys were hoping, uh, but that hope did not come true as Mason Crosby drilled the 51-yard field goal, actually twice. Uh, Jason Garrett called a timeout there. So uh, that's that's going to do it for this podcast. Again, as always, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, Cowboys season ends 34-31. So we'll be back tomorrow to uh, do a little more recap the pat the cowboys uh have some access to us reporters today so uh trying to get some more sound from the locker room but until next time take care is democracy in danger or decline condoleezza rice william galston and carlos gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of the catalyst a journal of ideas from the bush institute surveys show americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business others contend america has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong leading policymakers bush institute experts and respected journalists take on this debate read about it at bushcenter.org catalyst